Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Buckle up. This just in. Breaking news. What? You call this shit news? Uh-oh. I do call this shit news. So the last two words you said before that we started rolling here were diarrhea fetish and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was just saying I wonder uh, if there are people who are into anal sex who have a diarrhea fetish. Because you were talking about, we were yeah, talking yeah. about, um, Jenny Craig here was talking about how uh, most things that are wet, like he was like, how many horrible things are there that are wet? And you chimed in that you're like, well, I know one thing that's good, that's wet. And you were talking about vaginas. And then you also mentioned buttholes. So I was like, well, usually when a butthole is wet, it's because it, from from the rear. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, um, Rhea. Mm hmm. Wasn't she a goddess? Wasn't that? No, you're thinking of ISIS. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure that is a fetish. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, there's pretty much a fetish for any. I mean, some dudes are into, you know, uh, getting their red wings and, you know, the red tide and whatnot. So, yeah. Why not the other one? Yeah. What would we call it? The, um, the mud flats? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there's like. Guys, well, uh, let, let me stop just assuming guys. There's there's going to be guys and girls that are into like uncircumcised penises and stuff like that. There's probably some. It's that's, called most of the world. I think most of the world endures <laughs> uncircumcised penises. Um, or don't know any different, really. Mm-hmm. They're just, to most of the world, they're just penises. And in Brazil, they're biological weapons. <laughs> That's from the last episode mm-hmm. where dicks are rotting off. Mm-hmm. South American cheese dick. That is actually probably the best thing at Outback, by the way. That's, yeah, it's also a split EP I'm releasing with Hate Beak later. I can. Oh, fuck. Not well, but I'm sure that for Hate Beak. I don't even think Hate Beak had a bassist. No. (laughs) I think it's just a drummer and a guitarist and a vocalist. They've been waiting for you for all of these years, question mark. I mean, if Hank Williams III can be a bass player, anyone can be a bass player. Well, take that. Hank Williams III. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of that, uh, uh, Shooter Jennings is producing the upcoming solo album by Duff McKagan. Mm-hmm. Who was that information for? Just me. <laughs> what was your uh, sometimes target I, audience? Sometimes I like to use this podcast as a post-it note for myself to remind myself to pick up the Duff McKagan <laughs> solo album when it comes out Produced in by two Scooter weeks. Jennings. Shooter, Shooter Jennings. Jennings. I love Scooter Jennings, too. <laughs> Shooter Jennings? No, I mean originally he was in Waylon Jennings Balls. <laughs> Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. He did not produce a solo <laughs> album by any former or current members of Guns N' Roses. Gavin McGavin. Um. What does a Duff McKagan solo album sound like? Kind of like. Is he singing in it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That sounds like a recipe for disaster. He's not a great singer. 
Probably he, not. He sings on a few songs in you just GNR's like, catalog. You just sounded like Bob Dylan doing an impersonation of him. Did you ever hear the um, the Use Your Illusion albums? <clears throat> yeah. He sang the song So Fine on Use Your Illusion 2. How could you be so fine? Yeah. What do you mean, nope? No. <laughs> oh, you you don't you just don't want to pay Duff McKagan mechanical royalties <laughs> for me doing a Duff McKagan cover on here. Yeah, and he did. They did a covers album, the Spaghetti Incident? Question yeah. mark. He sang a few of. The, he sang uh, Attitude and um, Johnny Thunder's song. You can't put your arms around a memory. He also released because uh, you know Axel's busy not singing on every song. <laughs> Basically, the punk songs, he would sing them. He used to be in punk bands before he was in Guns N' Roses. He was in the uh, seminal Seattle band, The Farts. <laughs> Real band. Uh, he was also in 10 Second Warning. That sounds like those two bands' names are related. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was in 10 Second Warning before The Farts. Oh, God. I, yeah. was, I was off by a few. Yep. Um. All right. Um, oh, I, I was driving down Central Ave in Dover today. Yep. I looked over and there's that church. Um, oh yeah. It doesn't matter where, but it's called uh, the Parish of a the Parish, Parish of Assumption. Yeah. That is the best name. Yeah. I had never thought of it that way before, but yeah, pretty true. Yeah. There's a. Um, That's mostly what you're doing. Yeah. Parish, Parish of, of the Assumption. I can't hear that first Parish. Of the Assumption. Robert Parrish of the Assumption. <laughs> uh, there is a, um, in Lowell, Massachusetts, there is a church. It's the uh, Our Lady of uh, Perpetual Sorrow. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like a blasty blast to go in there. Would you say that was in Lowell? Yeah. There's a lot of sorrow in Lowell. Yeah, it's accurate. In Lawrence, there's the uh, Our Lady of, hopefully this happened. <laughs> <laughs> Our Lady of Pascal's Wager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. What? Mm-hmm. I hope everyone out there knows Pascal's Wager. All right. Like I said, uh, not a lot of readers here. All right. Uh, it basically says, um, if it doesn't exist, I mean, what did you lose? All right. And if it does exist, you have eternity in heaven mm-hmm. or afterlife. Uh, so that's why both of us have chosen to be non-believers, because fuck that guy, mm-hmm. that waffling cunt. Mm-hmm. No backbone. Um, Not to be confused with blue waffle. If you Google that, you'll see the difference. Yeah. What is blue waffle? Also, don't Google blue waffle. <laughs> You've done it before, right? It's, <laughs> I haven't. It's, it's upsetting. It. Yeah. It's a, it's a venereal a, disease? Yeah. That's something crusty? Mm-hmm. Boily? Which one? It's like scary. Oh. Yeah. I heard a lot of people the the rumor was, remember that shitty www.goatsea.cx? <laughs> no, no, no. The place that used that the place that is um Golgotha, the place of skulls. <laughs> Stop no. so I can talk. The place that is the the moose knuckle. What is it? Moose t- tap house in Dover? Thirsty Moose. Thirsty knuckle? Moose. Yeah, the place that used to be there when it was like mojitos back in the day and like People were like, it, it was a very shady place where people would go and dance and like people would get stabbed there and shit like that. I heard that Blue Wait, Waffles was going around in, in there. In Dover or Portsmouth? Dover. Oh. Right in that exact spot where Thirsty Moose is now. I don't remember what was there before it was the bar. RJ's. Oh. 
that place it got shut down because of fighting and whatnot. Hmm. Anyway, Blue Waffles was apparently going around in there, and I never, never Delicious. actually looked it up, but it didn't sound like something I wanted. Why waffles? I I don't remember. Okay. Someone explained it to me when I looked at it, and I was like, L- let's stop talking about this. Uh, I'm tempted to type it in, but yeah. I'm not going to. He'll get real upset. In that case. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't see. like it when we type in tentacle porn. Yeah. I'm so particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, blue waffles. Sexually transmitted disease. Yeah. Oh, it's more... What? What is the name of the restaurant? It's more Jimmy's Blue Waffle House. <laughs> Bubbly. Yeah. Uh, it's I don't know. It was called Mojitos back in the day. Mojitos. Mojitos. Why did they? Um, what's the place in Portsmouth? The like quasi Mexican place near the post office. It's TJ's now, but it was like what was their name before? It's like the same business, but they shortened it. It was Tequila Jack. Yeah. Why do they change it to TJ's? I don't know. Maybe. I think it still stands for Tequila Jack, if that makes you feel better. Right. Like KFC is still. Yeah. Kind kind friendly and courteous. Mm-hmm. I also, oh, so here's a fun fact that I learned this week. So Colonel Sanders, um, the founder of uh, KFC, he was, the designation of Colonel is not a military ranking. No, He's a state. It's a Kentucky, Kentucky Colonel, which is a, an honorary title that Johnny Kentucky Depp's gives a Kentucky him. Colonel. Gross. Hunter S. Thompson was a Kentucky Colonel. Hmm. Um, pretty much, if you are making above minimum wage in Kentucky, you are a Kentucky Colonel. Hmm. Uh, it's not a, you know, you could just make some chicken. He took it very seriously and only appeared in public in that outfit after after that point. Yeah, he was probably a shithead. Mm-hmm. As a human, actually, he was pretty, pretty decent dude from everything I read about it. Because he like battled KFC after he sold it to them for change, like basically eliminating a lot of the quality stuff that he did. Because it wasn't a fast food restaurant when when he started it. It was just a restaurant that made yeah. really good fried chicken, and then they dumbed down a lot of stuff. And then, because uh, he, I think his company was called Colonel Sanders Chicken for the last like 20 years of his life he died in i think it was 1980 but yeah he didn't like a lot of the stuff that they did and but he had sold his image so they could use his image yeah uh i mean he sold them everything so you know yeah why not shouldn't have done that um so i went out to breakfast this morning where'd you go uh two home cooks in dover it's pretty fucking great where is that i don't like the name of it by the way i'm sorry um you know where the police station is like the new police station with the parking garage. Oh yeah, it's in that that, that little, uh, little plaza yeah. there or whatever. Uh, but the food's fucking great, and uh, the people there are a good time. So anyway, what kind of food they got? It's breakfast and lunch. It's a breakfast lunch place. They call it's it's the opposite of a chair. Uh, uh, was it? What's that Mitch Hedberg j- joke? We got a, a fucking bed and breakfast and a uh, chair lunch dinner or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So. Uh, Anyway, we're in there, and we're sitting next to this table, and all I saw as I walked past it was there's three adult humans and two babies in high chairs, and I didn't really make, I didn't really look at them, but they're- Food chairs? Food chairs, yeah. So they're behind me, and uh, I hear this talking, and they sound like, like, 
older bitchy people just kind of whining about shit and just being annoying. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about Michael Jackson. Okay. I think they'd probably seen the Neverland movie. And they're t- they were oddly pro-child rape. Like where they were like, they probably just signed like a consent form or something like that. And I wasn't sure if they were gay men or older women who were smokers. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the conversation's getting weirder and weirder. And they're like... I'm putting a pin in the thought that I had around that. Go for it. So uh, the, they're being kind of cunty to the waitress. Like she forgot to bring him his salsa. And like she was like... He points it out right away. And she's like, oh, I'll be right back with it. He's like, no, no, don't even bother. You know, that type, that type of asshole. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, I'll, it's right there. I'll grab it. So she went and got it. But like they were just douches. So finally... Their babies notice my baby, and then there's some baby communication going on, and I'm like telepathy. Yeah, they're they're like waving and shit, and that draws you into that's the worst part of having a baby is it draws you into conversations with people in public, which I don't care for. Right. Like if I wanted to know you, I'd make it a point for us to be lifetime best buds, mm-hmm. but I don't. So you can go about your day. So anyway. I have my back to them, so I have like plausible conversation deniability. I can mm-hmm. I could just not do it, but my wife's right in the line of fire, so she's getting hit with all sorts of dumb word shrapnel. Jabberjaw. Yeah. So, and, and they're like trying to get the kids to interact as if that's going to do something for them. But uh, so anyway, <laughs> um, foosh nicanery. Yeah. So. They are, it turns out, like, I finally turn around, and I'm pretty sure they were filming uh, three gay men and two babies. Uh, one of them was Steve Gutenberg, so that perfect. made perfect sense. But it was three... Was Leonard Nimoy directing so, this from Beyond the Grave? Yes. Uh, so, it was two older gay men that were probably in their late 50s, and then a slightly younger gay Asian man. Mm-hmm. Gay Asian. <laughs> he was a Gaijin. He's very excitable. He was the one that I didn't mind as far as like he wasn't saying like egregious shit mm-hmm. consistently throughout the entire meal. I think I'm I don't make a g- gross generalization and say all Gaijins are delightful. There you go. Yep. That was actually a nice generalization. Um, so I don't know what their dynamic was. Like, I don't know if he was like the Gaijin nanny. Mm hmm. Uh, but he seemed to be doing most of the childcare. But so we're sitting there and we're he just. He could have been just seat two in the human centipede. Yeah. <laughs> I'll taste your poop, but then you'll taste my poop. <laughs> so anyway, so we're like, we're sitting there and our food's done. We've paid the bill. Mm-hmm. And Katie's just kind of like in her own little world, like slowly sipping her coffee and this is getting out of hand. And I was like, hey, you want to finish your fucking coffee? And she realized then she just starts cracking up. She's like, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. So as we're standing up to leave, that's when we finally, they really start talking to us because that's when they, they've got you in their tractor beam. Larry, Daryl, and Daryl. Yes. <laughs> nice yep. reference. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys don't know what that's from, go fuck yourselves. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> But also, if you do know what that's from, also, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and fuck Bob Newhart. Yeah. And his whole gang. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind when I rewatched Blade Runner 
like 10 years ago and realized that one of the, the brothers is also uh, in Blade Runner. Oh, Continue. yeah. So anyway, um, they're like, oh, how old is he, blah, blah. And so they're like, so one of their children was 13 months old and one of them was 12 months old. And they were like, oh, yeah, these are our boys. So they, ad- I'm for adoption. Do whatever you want to do. But what, why would you just adopt two kids that are like a month apart? I get it if you if you adopted twins. But it was just like two random, like they were just shopping. And they're like, we'll take one of those and one of those. Perhaps they had a coupon. They did buy one, get one slightly more used I, free. I mean, I've seen these ridiculous Groupon things. You know, they're just like, oh, you have to buy two of them. All yeah. right. So then... As we're like kind of gathering our baby and stuff, they're like, and our kids, he's super laid back. And they're like, then they start talking to their babies. And they're like, did you see how quiet he was? Because their kids were making some noise because their kids, uh, and not all of them can be as good as the one that came out of my balls. Learn from him, Jeffrey, and also yeah. Jeffrey. Yeah, <laughs> Daryl and Daryl. So yeah, and they were like that. And then they're like, and look at the floor under their, under their, no, they're saying this to the babies. It's like when people talk to pets. Like, no, but then they're like, yeah, but then they're like, and look at the ground, the floor underneath their table. It, there, it's perfectly clean, guys. What did you guys do? And then they point to the, below them, and it is like a fucking sea of food. You can't even see a fucking carpet down there. It is fucking insane, and not one of those twats is making a slight effort to clean that shit up, like. That's just them being fucking pieces of shit. That has nothing to do with their kids. They're just shitty humans. I've worked in restaurants. Fucking, Mar- I fucking looked under the table when they pointed, and I felt bad that there was one tiny puff that he apparently dropped, and I didn't see it that because I picked up all the other stuff he dropped. Fuck those people. Fuck those people to death. But what I like most about this story is you're dispelling another stereotype. So you're actually proving that there are gay slobs in the world oh my god yeah they were uh the one the the gaysian mm-hmm. was very flamboyantly Larry. and snappily dressed mm-hmm. uh daryl and daryl however looked like they were filming grumpier old men uh just kind of schleppy did they look like the connor brothers from screaming trees i have no fucking idea who that is you familiar with the band screaming trees I've heard it in passing. Okay. The, the, there was the guitar player and the bass player are brothers, and uh, they're very sloppy looking. They had a band rule, no moving on stage, because Mark Lanigan, the singer, kept getting hurt because of these two giants. <laughs> uh, they're, they're real husky fellas. Uh, they're, they're each... Yep, the, they were not allowed to yeah, to see the, oh, two, the two in the back. Yeah, the two in the back, because they used to beat the shit out of each other all the time. They look almost like they're identical brothers. They're not once four years older than the other. Yeah. And then this little fella in the middle here was the lead singer? No, the guy on the right is the lead singer. I guess he looks like a big guy himself. He's very tall, but he's very lean. No. Mm-hmm. What, they wouldn't do that? Fucking Mark. Mark got his arm broke many times. I oh, mean, those brothers are fat as fuck. They must be actually really good musicians. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to want them in their band unless they could actually play. That's true. Um. So anyway... Yeah, pick up after your kids, and that's that's about it. And I was the other question I had is like, what? They, like, I and once again, I. It's good that they adopted these children. I assume adopted them, 
But or like, stole them. Yeah, I mean, they're, they were probably close to 60, or if not 60, and they have now one-year-olds. Well, they have expendable income. Maybe that's why uh, Larry was there, because Larry's taken over when uh, Daryl and Daryl fucking tap out of life. Yeah. He's, he seemed like the most attentive one anyway. So. They're like, you're going to have to raise these slobs. Yeah. Um, anyway. Is that, so that Joe Biden me. drinking a bottle of water on a rooftop? No, that's some random British guy. We'll get to that. Okay. We'll move along here. Was that the only thing? Was that your pin that you put in the story? No. Uh, I was going to say, I at work now, uh, I like to play. I realized this was a thing for me. I like to play a game in my head as I approach someone. I was like, okay, is this a young boy, like a well-kept young boy in his late teens or an attractive lesbian in her early 30s because I can't tell a lot of times with the haircuts and the clothing. Uh, and sometimes... And you must run into that a lot at that establishment. Yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll walk like right past them and I'm like, I'm still not 100% sure because one of them I'd like to fuck the shit out of or also not at all, depending depending on the answer to that you question. You got to give it a cup check. Yeah. Just tap the tap the groin region. Mm-hmm. I had to. I did have an awkward thing. Uh, uh, I've seen it. Co- yeah, yesterday at work, I was explaining uh, to to my my recent new coworker who I knew from the bread delivery thing about how I like I had talked about her uh, being that like she was a she was a cool chick that I was getting along with, and of course she was a lesbian because I only am into lesbians. I explained that whole dynamic. She thought it was funny. Fair enough. Didn't didn't work though. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving along. News of our demise. So this happened. Um, this woman right there. Where? Right oh, there she's laying on the pavement. Yeah, she glued her breasts uh, to the road outside of Goldman Sachs offices today in London. Um, it was a protest that had something to do. She's a climate change activist. I don't. She a big lady? I can't tell because it's an overhead shot, and I don't know what part of her body I'm looking. That's at. That's her back. Okay. Pants, shirt pulled up. She she looks. Um, not gig- not huge, but like, you know, a little husk to her and, you know. Why'd she... Oh, I see. I, you can see the back of her ear and like, she's like... Oh, never mind. That's the cop's head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wh- wh- why did she... I don't... I don't... Show your work here. What's the math in this? Um, I never really got to the... Oh, is that dude there too? He's just drinking water on the rooftop having a jack? Yeah. Very specific fetish. I can uh, only get an erection when a woman <laughs> glues her breast to the road. He's like, it's my Christmas today. Nice. <laughs> yeah, she glued him to the road. Um, Do you think... Oh. I think this guy is oh, a he knew her. protester. Yeah. He glues uh, and then there's these fucking weirdos as well. What? So... Yeah, protesters block. This is a different protests of the city. What is place. Goldman Sachs again? It's a bank, but it's a very shitty bank. Are they anti-road tit gluing? And so, what? I, like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't what, really understand. What is the symbolism there? Uh, um, I don't think they even explain it in this story. Why exactly she chose them? I mean, they've. There's a lot of reasons to protest Goldman Sachs. Most of them are 
financial where they're there's not a whole lot of reasons to glue your breast to the road here's my question though here's really why i wanted to talk about this one um i don't care about her reasons how well do you think glue works against asphalt that doesn't seem like a glue friendly surface gorilla glue maybe super glue it looks like it was wet out there too i mean if you look at the ground and it is england because things are always wet there but i can't imagine her tits i mean they clearly are not able to move her why your tits i didn't glue my tits to the ground <laughs> I know, but that seems like such a random choice i i, I don't know there anyway they were maybe it's because she knew if that was the part of her body if it was glued to the ground if if the cops tried to like forcibly like like remove it off she could yep they're touching my breasts uh so yeah and then there's the cops came around like these little to be fair you're sexually assaulting the earth (laughs) (laughs) the cops surrounded her with these screens so that they could get then work on getting those flapjacks off the griddle Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) so they were unattached which is not how i would have written this uh before being taken away in police vans with scotland yard which shouldn't be a real thing i don't understand why the fucking police force like the i don't understand why it's called scotland yard i mean i know i could look it up but that involves reading i mean i'm sure there's a reason but it just seems like a mythical place. Scotland. So 26. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It's your place. It's your land. A lot of gingers there. Yeah. Uh, so 26 people were arrested on suspicion of aggravated trespassing. <laughs> I'm coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, so aggravated tit gluing. All right. This next story. I mean, I got I got. Super glue on my dick ones. So that was not awesome. You're so bad at identifying lube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, why? Why? I had been using super glue for some sort of arts and crafts, and had some on my hands, and it wasn't completely dry. And I how was, old were you? Like thirty-two. <laughs> and then I was going in for a jack, and I was like, "Oh no!" Like I didn't glue my hand to my dick, but like I'd given a couple of schwab schwabs, and like. I was like, what's this hard speck of skin? And I was like, oh, it's dried super glue on my cock. All right. I'll I'll deal with that later. Yeah. All right. There's swimmers to excrete. It was that day that Scott found something to make him last longer in bed. <laughs> Fire? Um, so anyway, this woman here, Dr. Miriam Al-Sohel, is a therapist and academic in Kuwait known for their therapists and academics and women having jobs. Yeah. So she uh, claims that she can cure homosexuality. So she has a cure. Is it a salve or a powder? Neither. It is a suppository. Uh. So, um, let me see where this perfect quote is. Lindsay so, says, thanks for all the advice, by the way. Thank you. I assume not to me. No, she said to thank the guys for all the input. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> where is it? 
There's the best quote in here somewhere. I should have written it down. Her treatment, there we go. <laughs> Her treatment will kill the parasitic anal worm mm. that feeds on semen and causes homosexuality. Thank God. <laughs> you remember that scene in Beetlejuice where uh Continue. Like after they've received the handbook for the recently deceased and then uh Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis are in that weird bizarre world where all the sand is red and there are those giant anal worms going around. They are. They feed on semen. Yeah, and they make people gay. And if you say Beetlejuice three times, he has to appear, and then he'll do the Batman movie after that. <laughs> Beetlegeist, Beetlegeist, Beetlegeist. Did you also know that Michael Keaton is in the final battle scene in Endgame? He's standing right next to Howard the Duck. He wasn't, but he is the villain in Spider-Man Homecoming. He's also Birdman. That movie was weird as And Mr. Fuck. Mom. What did you think of that Birdman movie? I liked it. I liked it, but... Confused me. Yeah. And I actually, like, the Harvey Birdman cartoons are fucking... Or that character in cartoons is hilarious. It's also hilarious in in the Super Friends. Not intentionally, but... Yeah, yeah. Which is why they created the Harvey Birdman attorney law. Yeah. Anyway. Also, the movie Condor Man, quite ridiculous. Starring a pre... Uh, pre-Phantom of the Opera, Michael Crawford. And that's one to grow on. So uh, it, it also says that it can curb the sexual urges of boys of the third gender as well as the fourth gender, which is butch lesbians. Third gender, she is calling gay men. Um, And then the fourth gender is specifically butch lesbians. Apparently it doesn't work on the... Uh, Femme lesbians? Yeah. There's no help in them. <laughs> um, so we should see if we can order some of these. I'd, I'd, I'd give it a shot. Have you ever had... You've probably had a suppository. I thought you were going to ask if I've ever had semen <laughs> in my ass. <laughs> Very personal question. Seriously. I mean... Not today. No. Um... No, I was going to say a suppository in, but... I don't think so, actually. Me neither. You have? How was he? I used to have uh, hemorrhoids. Oh. I didn't know that was a treatment for... Yeah, I just... The, I, roid, I, the roid rage. So good. I, I cure him myself in the shower, just pop him. <gasps> Hurts a lot. Are you serious? Yeah, I've talked about that before. Can, uh, you need to. Uh, they don't know what we're talking about because he was talking off. Oh, mic, yeah, so you got yeah, to talk about hemorrhoids. Yeah, yeah, no, I had one. Got a little drunky, drunk, and went in the shower and just squeezed until that some bitch gave a lot of blood, a lot of blood. God. Almost blacked out, but <laughs> I'm almost blacking out right now. <laughs> Felt better afterwards. The pressure was gone. I've never had a hemorrhoid. They're fun. I didn't let him go that far. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not one to go to the doctor, take care of myself. Come on now. I wait till the interrectal abscess gets to the point where it hurts to breathe before I go to the emergency room. I was like, man, this standing is tough with the breathing and all. It hurts real ouchy in my bunghole. 
Like it felt like I was sitting on razor blades. It grew to the point where it was actually affecting your lungs. Oh yeah, like it hurt <laughs> to like stay in the same position for long. But I tried popping that in the shower. No, because it was too far in. Like I could put my, I could get all the way up to the second knuckle in my butthole, and I could feel it, but I couldn't get two fingers in to squeeze it. So that's why I went to the ER, and they they lanced it. I'm surprised you didn't. That try to stab it yourself with like something. No, I wasn't gonna get in there with instruments, but you know, <laughs> I told you, I told you when they drained it and I saw it. Yeah, it, I, I think I at, <laughs> at the time I had described it as looking like rusty ranch dressing, but more like a sriracha mayo. <laughs> what with the blood and all, uh, and the and the rooster on the side of it. <laughs> what were you talking about? <laughs> Is this a picture of the bare naked ladies? <laughs> that band has fallen on hard times. <laughs> so these three Pennsylvanian men mm-hmm. uh, sexually assaulted nine horses, a cow, a goat, and unknown number of dogs. More than one. As a team. So uh, Matthew Brubaker. I'm pretty 31. sure that goat kicked the dude on the right. Look at his eye. <laughs> yeah. Mark Mesnikoff. Mm-hmm. 34 and Terry Wallace 41 were sentenced to that dude's 41 that dude's two years younger than me (laughs) yeah he's in rough I mean he's been doing a lot of dog fucking Mm -hmm. Uh, so they've been they were sentenced to 20 to 41 years for forcing themselves on a cow a goat nine horses and an unspecified number of dogs a teenage boy was allegedly tasked with restraining the animals while the twisted trio committed their bizarre crimes i don't understand how you fuck multiple horses against their will (laughs) the horses were all the uh assaulted by the men were all females Mm. um so they're not you know horse queers um so here's my so we've done a lot of like this whole like this person fucked a dog story because you know that's our bread and butter but uh it was always like a solo act it's like because it's supposed to be like it's shameful it's not something you should be sharing yeah it says that in the bible you do your dog fucking alone saith the lord <laughs> thou, thou shalt not fuck the equines in tandem mm-hmm. um it's what how does it that is better to spill thy seed in the gullet of a pelican than <laughs> lay with a i forget the exact bible verse it's weird in the king james translation so how does the how does that conversation start where you, one of those three starts to bring up the proposal of, you guys want to get together and fuck a barnyard? I think it goes something like this. Man, that was a great disturbed concert. By the way, do you fuck dogs? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Let's go. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. You are one of the only people that can do that. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. I can't it's do it as well. <laughs> it should be hard to do. I don't want a lot of people doing it. <laughs> That guy sucks. I hate Dave Drainman. Yet you know his name. Mm-hmm. He's the best. I love him. <sighs> Fuck it. So yeah, I just I don't want I don't want to be a fly on the wall for the um 
I don't know. He makes me wish for the the subtle artistry of Serge Tankian from System of a Down. There you go. He had a song on his first solo album called Beethoven's Cunt. Nice. So anyway, I do want to. I did want. I would want to be a fly on the wall for that initial conversation where someone just timidly starts to slowly bring up the topic mm-hmm. of horse fucking, and then everyone feels comfortable enough in the room to just be like, yeah, you know what? I also want to fuck a horse. Nine of them, potentially. I wonder, like, because, I mean, this definitely looks like a trio of unfuckables. Um, yeah. Incels? Yeah, I mean, particularly the, the the two on the outside of this Ick. Oreo cookie. Um, <laughs> they're like, man, I hate women so much, they, none of them will fuck us. And then fucking Timmy in the middle is probably like, I bet you we could fuck a dog. And be like, I don't want to fuck a dog. And the other one's like, me neither. And he's like, you don't? And they're like, no, I do. I think they would have skipped that part immediately. The I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I think this is immediately like, sounds legit. I think it was more like, I bet you we could fuck that dog. And the dog's <laughs> like, are Ruby dooby doo. What do you think's the hardest dog to fuck? Chihuahua. <laughs> I said hardest, not most detrimental. <laughs> well, I just thinking the physics of it, like, yeah, I mean. You could just use that thing like a fucking fleshlight. I don't think you could actually fit into it unless you're, like, trying to fuck a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> I mean, it's a one. Wa- I was going to say Greyhound just because good luck catching that son of a bitch if he doesn't want it. No. Yeah, you're going to shred a chihuahua. Yeah, it's a. Unless you got a tiny pee-pee. Which I'm willing to say 66% of those definitely do. <laughs> Which ones do you think? Which ones do you think, I mean? I think you think the two on the outside. You're correct. Okay. <laughs> you think the little skinny fell in the middle. Skinny dudes always the have the big dicks. That's why they fuck them husky ladies. <laughs> it's also because they can fit between their legs. Mm-hmm. Betwixt their wickets. I, I lear- yeah, I learned from... A, a girl years ago, she's just like, yeah, girls know fat guys have small dicks. I was just like, all right. <laughs> it's unkind. I'm, uh, but not incorrect. I mean, I've yet to meet a, a, a real husky dude with a fucking claw hammer. Ron Jeremy is not very skinny. No, he... No. I mean, and I think a lot of it's proportionally. Hold on a second. We looking up Ron Jeremy's dick? Isn't this the dude with the biggest dick in the world? Jonah Falcon is this chubby bitch. Yeah, but I wouldn't describe that dude as fat. He's gross. Yep. He looks like a yeah. A, 13.5. Yep. Which oddly enough, maybe it's because he's wearing fucking spanks and stuff, but his dick does not look that impressive in those fucking meat huggers. Well, the, the gross out version of it is pretty good. He looks. Like he would be in this lineup with these guys if he missed two showers. He also looks a lot like Kurt Ballou from the band Converge. It's just a consistent. I'm not saying. He's not super nice. I mean, I've met him, but. So this guy's not very nice. No. Um, he looks greasy as fuck. And also a bit like my younger brother, Tim. That is actually true. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Carrie. Kosuzi, I don't trust men named Carrie. 31 uh, was busted in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So it turns out 
he had been living in his ex-girlfriend's attic for two weeks waiting to pounce. What was he going to do to her? Say surprise? He kind of attacked her-ish, but it didn't. It was a poorly laid didn't take ambush. Like if you're going to be living in her attic and you really want to attack somebody, just wait till she's asleep and then come out of the attic and do whatever nefarious thing you're going to do. Was he shitting in the attic too? No, he was wait. I think he was waiting for her to go to work and then he would come down, do whatever. She kept noticing things around her house were like misplaced or slightly askew. So here's something I've been wondering about. Like I'm like either. My no, apartment I don't is, have an attic. No, either my oh. apartment's haunted, but then ghosts aren't real. Um, about once a week, I will come home because I have a record player in my living room that I listen to records on. And okay, about about once a week, I'll go to put a new record on. I put the stylus on. It doesn't start. And I'm like, wait, did I turn it off? And I'll check. I don't. You know, it's it's on. And then I look down, and the record player's been unplugged. Like. Neither of the other beings I live with have hands, uh, <laughs> and uh, I live alone. But like at least once a week, someone unplugs the record player in my living room. Continue, attic dweller. No, I want to go back to this. Okay, um, it's confusing to me. Is it how loosely fitting is the? It's tight, and it's also there is nice. it's tight. Um, it's. Like the plug is right by the front door, but there's a stool in front of it. Like, like you have to make an on purpose effort because I don't notice it being unplugged because the whole thing is hidden behind a stool and the stool's not hitting it. And the plug is not like the prongs aren't bent or anything. It's like clearly pulled straight out. It's not like something's banging it and knocking it out. Here's what I want you to do. Hmm. So gypsies, I want you to get some tape. I don't know why I said that with a southern accent. Just the word tape. Some tape. Get some tape. Fuck them dogs. <laughs> and I want you to tape that thing in. Then if you find it out, here's my other question. Then you know something's, something's awry. Here's my other question. How loud are you playing not records loud. on there? Not loud. And I mean, I mean, the neighbors across the hall, I have a type of relationship that they would say something to me. Be like, hey, can you turn your music down? I don't know about the people below me, but like... Yeah, but I mean, I'm but my apartment, like I'm never home. My apartment's always locked. The only time it's unlocked is when I'm walking the dog. Is there like a, a super or something like that or a landlord? This is a mediocre. She's not super. <laughs> um, th- I mean, there's an on-site person who has a key to my place, but. That's all I can think of. It's hmm. weird. Yeah. Tape it. Type it. So anyway. Tyken. <laughs> seats seats Tyken. Um, Hi, my name's Forrest, Forrest Gump. So anyway, the woman who did not wish to be named said, I had an intuition about about it, but I ignored it. I brushed it aside. I didn't want to seem paranoid or, you know, you never want this to happen, to think this can happen to you, but I should have trusted my instinct because I was right. So um, her suspicions were confirmed when standing in the middle of her bedroom, Carrie, uh, she saw him allegedly grabbed her by the face and put a hand over her mouth. But You wouldn't have to so much see him as just feel. You're like, oh, someone's grabbed my face. <laughs> uh, but she was able to push him away and run outside. And that was the extent of his attack. That's it. It, sound, it seems like he had designs for more, but he was incompetent. 
he's probably weakened by all that fucking addict dwelling yeah <laughs> fucking become like some weird troglodyte it's a reverse troglodyte really yeah, i mean it's since took, they live in caves as opposed to attics it's taken a lot of tobias funke in season five of uh arrested development it's taken me forever to get through that season it is not good i've heard i didn't I was excited about it, and then I heard that it was bad, and I it got is, sad about it. It's just a nice reminder that, hey, season four wasn't the worst season of Arrested Development. <laughs> it was for a little while. Uh, that was a great show, though, in its time. Well, it's at this point, it's at its 60% uh, awesome. Yeah. So, next story. Uh, the amount of poop on San Francisco streets has hit an all-time high. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city had a reporting 28,084 reported turds in 2018. Say it again. How many? 28,084. On the street turds? Yeah. How many of those do you think are animal as opposed to human? I don't know. I think it says human shit. That's a lot. Yeah, a lot of homeless people with that don't give a fuck. Uh, so that's those numbers were compiled by. They do the, give a cuck though. This <laughs> the San Francisco Department of Public Works. Um, that's a tough job, man. Yeah, there's already been 6,676 shit sightings on the books for 2019 and this was written this that was that was as of April 19th you know what just because of that uh, when I visit San Francisco in the fall I'm gonna take a shit on the street I want to be part of the problem not the solution (laughs) (laughs) Um, when you go into San Fran like end of September that would be fun if we had to report on news of our demise about me being in the news for shading. Yeah. San Francisco. That's like creating your own content. That could be our best slash only. Uh, I, I should ask Lindsay and Aaron, hey, have either of you taken a shit on the street in San Francisco? No. <laughs> Put it on the list. We got some <laughs> friends that are going to start a podcast soon. They were here during the last episode getting some ideas. 52 ideas. Of places they haven't taken a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be that would be our best. I don't know publicity. I guess slash only publicity is what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you that's Faces, your pieces. That's your task. Here's a uh, a map they've done of it. It's fun because it looks like Cucky's, uh far off, but it's just the little where all the turds have been found. Like the little Google dot you are here you shat here but they're brown <laughs> all right some of them are caramel colored so a <laughs> a woman in mississippi m-a-s-s-i-s-s-i-p-p-i uh had brought her her truck in her dodge truck into the shop to get work done on it mm-hmm. she was out and about presumably with another car or driving with somebody else i guess it's a wild presumption you're making about her it is <laughs> I'm a wild and crazy guy. And she saw her truck at the store. It was at... It was a real Ferris Bueller moment it was at, there. Yeah, it was at Lowe's. Um, so what it was, it was one of the mechanics just 
took her fucking truck out to go run errands at Lowe's. And so she said, uh, I found my spare key out in my purse and I steal my own Dodge from the Lowe's parking lot because you see, I'm a Home Depot kind of girl anyway. You're funny. I don't like her. So she called the dealership as she was driving away. Oh, she waited for the guy to come out um, carrying his shopping bag and then she just drove away and left him in the parking lot mm-hmm. like a dick like a dick dick and then called the dealership and he has since been fired mm. um they fired the employee and suspended his boss apparently his boss is not held to such a lofty standard um here this is the one you saw earlier yeah that's a turtle <laughs> so motorist luckily Lucky to be uninjured by turtle that flew through the air and shattered his windshield. How do you think that happened? Donatello's like, I think that's the shredder right there. And they're like, go find out. Turns out he was wrong. Um, so what happens when you're educated by a rat? A sewer rat. It's true. Um, so yeah, I was thinking about it and I was like, how the fuck did a turtle end up flying through the air? It should have occurred to me because it's pretty common sense. A truck in front of this person was driving along and ran over the turtle. And for some reason, like, you know how they throw up rocks? Mm -hmm. Apparently they throw up fucking turtles too. Mm -hmm. So rifled this turtle at the car behind Mm -hmm. him. And, uh, yeah, that's weird at very least. I always think it's weird, like. I see large, you know, 18-wheelers doing, like, breaking traffic laws all the time, and they never get pulled over, and I feel like those laws should apply even more to them, because you can kill the shit out of people with those vehicles. Yeah. Like, I'll see them go through red lights all the time, because they have to make that, like... Well, it's so hard for them to stop in time, sometimes. But... But they shouldn't be going that fast. But they shouldn't be going that fast, and also, like... There's a light before the red light to let you know. Hey, there's a red light coming. It's Which a yellow, the yellow one. I'm not familiar. Yeah. Um, I thought that was just the you need to go slightly faster yeah. now. Yeah. Speed up. Yeah. Um, in England, well, I don't know about all of England, but in London, they give you a yellow light before it turns green too. That seems unnecessary. It's fun though because everyone's going as soon as it's green. Oh, they're gunning it. Yep. Hmm. I mean, I go as soon as it turns green anyway. It's like a drag race. Just a bunch of fellows in women's clothing mm-hmm. running as fast as they can. Taping them they, dicks back. They do that in a gunkwit once a year. The high heel race. The drag race. Hmm. No, it was a high heel race. Uh, the other day at work, I met two fellows who work at the Agunquit Playhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I couldn't do the the high heel race no it's hard to find heels in my size as it turns out size shoe do you wear it would be a 15 women's jesus what's it in real sizes 13 Hmm. um so yeah those are hard (laughs) they just don't have those kicking around some big bitches Mm -hmm. um shack would make a pretty lady i don't think it i know it Um. Yeah, he's a big fucking dude. He wears what twenty two triple E, I think, something like that. Jesus, his his dick must be like that couch over there. Yeah, he probably has a big dick. Stuart Scott, uh, the he was a 
one of the guys on ESPN who was really funny. He died of cancer, but <clears throat> at an award show before he had cancer and became inspirational, um, he was like presenting an award and for some reason started talking about Shaq's dick. He was like, yeah, he was like, I wandered into the locker room. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and like just I, at an award show, just started talking about Shaq's dick. Yeah. Well, I think if you've beheld that, it's you can't keep that to yourself. <laughs> yeah. If it's at all proportional. Yeah. It also might be like the ring. Like if you've seen that videotape, you got to tell someone else about it or else you'll die. Shaq's dick comes out of the TV and murders you. Are you Googling Shaq's dick? No. Like, look, that's an outline of his hand next to somebody's normal's hand. Uh huh. That's absurd. Oh, what do you mean by the word normal? Uh, a cisgendered man. Mm hmm. Yeah. He's a fucking gigantic dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he's but, slimmer now than he used to be. No, that was him very young. Oh. Yeah, he's... He's slimmer then than he is now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a big dude now. I mean, he was a big dude then, but... Here's a question for you because the live action version of Aladdin is coming out. Who do you think uh, is going to give a more believable performance as a genie? Shaquille O'Neal or Will Smith? Uh, probably the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Neil, hmm. I hate everything about that character that I saw with Will Smith. Well, Will like Smith that. is clearly a better actor in general. Have you seen this? Have you seen no, this? I don't want to. Why are they remaking all of these Disney movies in like live action? Because the monies. Yeah, I guess. Like, because Lion King's coming out soon. There are the the Lion King is the third of the live action remakes of a Disney movie to come out this year. So Aladdin, the Lion King and Dumbo came out. Oh uh, yeah. That was like not a kid's movie though, per se, was it? I mean, it was made by Disney. I know, but it was a little bit more serious in tone. Was it? I don't know. I didn't see it. Me neither. I heard it was awful. Yeah. I heard Bill Burr talking about it. I mean, I know Tim Burton directed it, so I know it's awful. Yeah. Oh. What do you mean? Oh, he has not mm-hmm. made a good movie. What What's the last good Tim Burton movie? Let's look it up. Tim Burton. I mean, I could tell you what the last decent Tim Burton movie was. It was called Big Fish. That was a good movie. And that came out like 12 years ago. Beetlejuice 2 is announced. It's been announced for forever. He's also yeah. not directing it. He's the executive producer. Okay. And uh, it he also just, won't be good. Oh, hold on. He he executive produced Dumbo. Did he direct it as he well? He did direct it. He did. It says that he's an, he's di- directing Beetlejuice too. Terrible. Uh, Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Nope, no good. Big Eyes. Nope. The Killers here with me. That's a That's music a short. video. Uh, <clears throat> Frank and Weenie. Nope. Dark Shadows. Terrible. Alice in Wonderland. Awful. Yep. Sweeney Todd. Meh. The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Uh, another Killers video. Uh, Corpse Bride. Nope. Maybe Charlie either. and the Chocolate Factory. Dog shit. Big Fish in 2003. So that was 16 years ago. The World of Stain Boy. Don't know what that is. Sounds it was a TV series. There was documentary about me. Planet of the Apes in 2001. Dog shit. Sleepy Hollow. Pretty good. Meh. Mars Attacks. Liked it. I like Sleepy Hollow because it had uh, Darth Maul in it. Okay. And also Casper Van Dien. A Visit with Vincent. It's a video documentary. Ed Wood. 
Good. Yes. Batman Returns. Meh. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands is good. Yeah. Batman. Also. Meh. Beetlejuice. Fantastic. Uh, fairy Tale Theater. It's TV episode. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Pretty good. Yes. Uh, Tell them Large Marge sent you. Uh, and then a bunch of shorts. Paging Mr. Herman. So Mr. That was, Herman. That wasn't a very good hit rate. No. I told you, he's mostly dog shit. And he seems like a pretentious cock. He is. Okay. All right. Oh. Killed some time with that, I guess. Moving along. Actually, have Products a, of our demise. This isn't so much a product as it is a service, and this might be something you've heard of as a um, doodled upon Jella fellow. Jello? Fellow? Fellow Biafra? Uh, yeah. Somebody that's been uh, doodled upon by other humans mm-hmm. with little stabby things with ink in it. Mm-hmm. So there is getting a... It done on, getting it done again on Wednesday. Are you? Yeah. What are you getting? I'm getting uh, the cover of Bird of Prey, the second album by Zazobra. My buddy Caleb died in a car accident last year. It's oh. my little, little tribute to him. I When you said Bird of Prey, I thought you were going in like a hate beat direction or no, something I like wish, that. No, I wish, though. Um. Okay, so did you know <clears throat> that it is now a thing to preserve the tattoos of loved ones that have died? No. There's. I mean, there's a tattoo museum in in Tokyo. There's an example. Yucky. <laughs> Take a look. Back there. and shoulders. I'm guessing. Yeah. Because you can see where the the butt crack started. Yeah. What? Uh, so describe this. So. It's it looks like someone who made a snow angel, but it's in plexiglass and a lot of skulls and uh um it's it's kind of a haphazard uh um colorful and vibrant. It's very colorful. I mean it looks Some like turtles. It's, it looks like a very recent human leather. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Some fruit by the foot right mm-hmm. there. Here's a couple more. Now I wonder if someone like signs up to have this done. And then the day that they died, they got like a big zit on their shoulder. Would they pop it before scanning them? (laughs) So there's two gentlemen here holding it. Let's call them Buffalo and Bill. (laughs) Those Uh, are the tattoo artists. And look at all the creepers in the reflection looking at it. Oh, yeah. Look at this guy in particular. Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah." He's going to jerk off to this later. Yeah. Um, These are all like, there are a lot of like silly Viking tattoos. Yeah, I could have so, just said Viking tattoos. This is uh, <laughs> someone save their panda tattoo. So if I have a terminal disease and I sign up for this, I'm getting my dick tattoo like the week before I die, just so they have to get a big old mushroom stamp in the window. Can I have it? Of course. Thank you. That was really all this was in prelude to. Is I just want parts of your body. It was really more, you know, because I'm going to kill you and make a suit out of you. Mm -hmm. So this, I hope, can work towards my court case Mm -hmm. that you've given verbal permission. But, yeah. Now I'll have, uh, I don't know, your fucking dark crystal tattoo in my house forever. Yep. Because it's just a whole... I mean, in your house, in your closet. (laughs) I'll, I'll prominently display it. You think you could make a leather jacket out of human skin? I don't think it's it's thick enough. Yeah, I mean it wouldn't. You could might be able to do it, but I don't think it's gonna keep you very warm. 
Maybe if you use like an Inuit skin, they must have thicker skin. <laughs> That's got to be racist, right? I'm not sure. How you define the word racist? That was a good answer. Yeah. Which was by, by uh, Molly McButter over here. Was just yep. That's how you define the word racist. I like that before I said the racist statement, I made sure to use the proper terminology for him. Yes. Yeah. I just think it's funny that there's still companies out there like because where I work is in the same plaza as a Dick's Sporting Goods and there's all sorts of products that they carry that they're like, oh, it's an Eskimo hut. Like that's a brand name and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like Eskimo is a pejorative word. Yeah. Also not an Inuit word. It's like it's like a, a, a Western bastardization of a word. Yeah. Yeah, that's that is weird. Eskimo coolers and shit like mm-hmm. that. Um all right. Well, for all of you people out there looking to uh preserve some part of some person you loved or extremely hated. Mm-hmm. Or just ate. Or just or just dined upon. Yeah. Um now, there's a service. Do you there. have to put it in this frame, or could you like maybe like fuck it? Yeah, do like you know house accessories by Ed Gein and make like a, a lampshade. I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. I think they probably put it in there because it would preserve it better. Actually, lampshade sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. That seems like the play, right? Well, yeah, Ed Gein definitely made lampshades out of people. Made a coffee that? table out of someone's rib cage. There it is. That's it. That's, yep, that is the delicious. That's not real, right? That's an Ed Gein-inspired lamp. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I would like to think he had better stitch work than that. I don't know how people just walking by Ed Gein every day, just looking at him, are like, that dude's up to no good. He made, he did make this, I guess. Yep. And he made the belt out of nipples. That's a real thing. Oh, yeah, the nipple belt. Yeah. That's weird. I'm going to look that one up. Mm-hmm. Man, all this video oh, search is making me hungry. Christ. Yeah. That's weird. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of nipples. Mm-hmm. How many fucking people did he kill? Well, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> that only goes the whole so belt. So that's at least five. <laughs> well, that's not even the whole belt. Well, I counted ten nipples there. Let's see, Ed Gein mm. number of the they don't know for sure because the the remains under his house. They're like, ah, this is seven to forty people. <laughs> uh, some of them he dug up and dissected people, so he didn't necessarily kill them all, mm-hmm. but he did kill quite a few probably mm-hmm. um but all right i don't know why but like of all the famous american serial killers he's the one who makes me probably the most uncomfortable I thought you were gonna say <laughs> no which is weird because like he, he 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 did arts and crafts which you think i'd feel at least some sort of kinship with him but i don't know you think he ever ended up with fucking super glue on his dick no <laughs> Okay, you guys don't have that shared moment. He probably used super glue on some other people's dicks to, you know, fashion overalls or something. <laughs> uh, if you're going to use dicks for the straps, you're going to have to glue a couple of them together. Hopefully more than Unless a couple. Unless you got Shaq's eat. dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I th- if I ever, 
I'm putting this on record now. If I ever meet Shaquille O'Neal, I vow that I will say to him, I bet your dick would make a good overall strap. <laughs> and I'll be escorted out of whatever building I'm in. His house. <laughs> wait. Please wait. I see you did not heed my attempt to warn you. Sigh. He'll be like, I don't know what that means. I'll be like, it's not as weird as it sounded. I was talking about Ed Gein and dot, dot, dot. 